Do you like birds? Do you like knowledge? Well, my friend, you find yourself in the right place. Welcome to Blurbs, a podcast about birds. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Matt, bird enthusiast from New Zealand. Let's get into it. Today, we're talking about the New Zealand wrens, an ancient lineage of birds with only two surviving species. And when I say ancient, I mean ancient. Having diverged from their ancestral line even earlier than our most iconic bird species, the kiwi. The New Zealand wrens are the oldest lineage of surviving New Zealand birds. More on that to come, but first, who are the remaining species and who have we already lost? The New Zealand wrens are in the family Acanthocidae, that is endemic to, or in other words being only found in, New Zealand. They are our most diverse group of passerines, with seven species, two extant, E-X-T-A-N-T, meaning surviving, and five extinct. FYI, a passerine is a bird in the order Passeriformes. This is the largest order of birds and contains over half of all bird species. The New Zealand wren species still surviving today are the rifleman and the rock wren. The former is New Zealand's smallest bird at only 8 centimetres long, weighing 6 to 7 grams. It lives in beech and podocarp forests of the North and South Islands of New Zealand, as well as on offshore islands. The latter lives in alpine habitats of the South Island. Māori names for these birds include Titi Panamu and Hudu Panamu, respectively. Ponamu is a type of greenstone found only in New Zealand, and I would imagine this is referencing the greenbacks that the males of these species have. As with many bird species, the females are less colourful, being largely brown. These two species are distinguishable by location, and that riflemen have wholly white underparts. Both have extremely short tails and are cavity nesters. Personally, I've encountered riflemen on two occasions once on a protected offshore island, and once while on a hike in the South Island. I remember the encounter on the hike well, as I had a rifleman sitting still, perfect position for a picture. I got my camera out, and the autofocus wouldn't work. He flew away, and I missed that shot. Oh, the disappointment. <laughs> I've never seen a rock wren in the flesh. However, awesomely, they were voted New Zealand Bird of the Year in 2022. They got one of my votes as I find it so impressive that such a small bird manages to survive in such a cold, harsh climate. The species that we have lost include the bush wren, who was the most recent to become extinct, with the last sighting being in 1972. Then we have the North and South Island stout-legged wrens, with legs that were perhaps adapted to tear apart rotten logs in the search for food, and the long-billed wren, which had a distinct downward-curved beak. All of these birds succumb to introduce rats of some shape or form. Now, if you're good at counting, you would have noticed I've only mentioned six species so far. So who is the remaining member of our group? It's the Stevens Island Wren, also known as Lyle's Wren. This bird has a unique extinction story. Although once widespread across both the North and South Islands of New Zealand, the last stronghold for this species was Stevens Island in the Cook Strait. A lighthouse was erected on this island in the early 1890s, and the lighthouse keeper brought along with them a cat named Tibbles. This cat, 
and potentially other feral cats that followed, killed all remaining Stevens Island wrens within a 12-month period. Dang tibbles. Collectively, the New Zealand wrens are slash were small insectivores that are slash were flightless or at best poor flyers. Interestingly, an extinct bunting from the Canary Islands is the only other passerine known to have been flightless. All species were known to exist in the South Island, and evidence suggests that five species coexisted at some sites. This means they were adapted to different ecological niches. This is probably where the stout legs and long bill adaptations described earlier were useful. So, these guys are ancient, right? So what's their evolutionary timeline? Well, ancestors of New Zealand wrens, alongside moa, tuatara and New Zealand native frogs survived the Cretaceous tertiary mass extinction. This is the one that killed the majority of the dinosaurs. You know, the asteroids. A little bit before this, around 82 million years ago, Zealandia, the landmass containing New Zealand, started rifting from the Gondwana supercontinent. This rifting was complete by between 52 to 55 million years ago. The original estimation for the divergence of the Passerine clades was during this rifting process, in the late Cretaceous, around 62 to 78 million years ago. However, this is not supported by the current fossil record. By the way, a clade is a group of organisms comprising all evolutionary descendants of a common ancestor. The three passerine clades are Acanthicidae, which we're talking about today, Tyranny, also known as the Subocenes, and Passeri, also known as the Ossenes, or songbirds. What is more in line with the fossil record, and supported by recent DNA evidence, is that the New Zealand wrens began branching off from all other passerines 47 million years ago. The Ossenes and Subossenes diverged from each other approximately 3 million years later. Then, in the late Oligocene period, around 25 million years ago, a marine transgression, aka a rise of sea levels, occurred, and this covered much of New Zealand. This rise in sea levels potentially led to a bottleneck effect, a severe reduction in species number, evidenced by all remaining and recently extinct New Zealand wrens being genetically close. Finally, the radiation of our most recent New Zealand wrens occurred no later than the early Miocene. This is dated between 16 to 19 million years ago. The New Zealand wrens therefore present as a sister group to all other passerines. Anatomically, they possess the primitive states for both the syrinx, the vocal organ, and the middle ear when compared to the ossines and subossines respectively. These features are a link to their ancient heritage. Another potential link is that rock wrens can be seen with anklets of scaly, translucent skin that breaks off. This may represent a primitive feature of the malt. How interesting is that? There is so much more to these ancient, tiny birds. For instance, recent evidence suggests that rock wrens may actually hibernate. This is suspected as they remain in alpine habitats throughout winter even when their predominant food source of invertebrates is scarce. They have also been shown to be able to enter torpor, which is a short-term state of reduced metabolism. We will tackle interesting topics like this in future episodes. For now though, I'd like to sign off by thanking the inspiration for this podcast, Ivan Phillipson from the Science of Birds podcast. 
If you haven't already listened to all of those episodes, you definitely should. The love of birds and meaning that it has given me is too much to fully express. If you would like to support me and this series, you'll find me on Instagram at matt.rossella, that's R-O-S-S-E-L-L-A, or you can contribute on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash blurbs 439. I can't wait to create another episode as I learn alongside you. So until next time, see ya. Dee 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 dee. Blurbs.